Conscious Collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, changemakers, and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body, and business. Each week, we share, discuss, and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body, and business. What up, guys? I'm Lisa. And I'm Emily, and we are the Conscious Collaboration Podcast. What up, Lisa? Oh, you know, <laughs> just just another day in paradise. Just another day in paradise, ticking off the boxes. It is really paradise. Things right now. <laughs> scheduled, lined up, back to back. You feeling the the pressure a little bit right now? I am. Yeah, it's it's been full days you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, ramping up full days. And, um, it, you know, I wanted to kind of grab the wheel today, uh, with that subject and bring in, you know, some of my wheelhouse, which the health and fitness stuff and kind of talk about, um, an idea that, that I've been dealing with, uh, myself, particularly over the past few weeks, um, kind of trying to get all my ducks in a row. And I feel like a lot of our listeners can probably relate to where I'm going with this. So, um, you know, as Lisa and I were mentioning, uh, we both have extremely packed schedules right now. And as entrepreneurs, that's actually not really a, an abnormal thing We're you know, we're always busy. There's always something we could be doing, uh, you know, in theory, but, um, but with that, and I want to backtrack a little bit and, um, you know, even though we, we mentioned this in, in most episodes and we try to tie in the health and fitness aspect, I want to just say that, um, you, you know, especially if you're an entrepreneur, uh, and, um, you do not have a regular health and fitness regimen at this time. Um, it's, it's time. It's time. Uh, you can go back to our Big Booty Energy episode and really, really any of our episodes um, to kind of find out more about that. But in essence, you know, the the stronger your body, the more healthy, the better your body feels, uh, the absolutely better you are going to show up in all aspects of your life, but especially in business. Um, the physically stronger you are, the, the more that's going to transfer over to mental strength, uh, it, you know, endurance, stamina, resiliency, uh, which are all super, uh, important things to consider as an entrepreneur, as parents, as single parents, um, and in all the things that we do. So that little mini Ted talk was just to say, mm -hmm. if you guys aren't on a regular fitness regimen of some sort, it is time to get that going. I promise it will pay dividends in every facet of your life. But moving on from that, when you already have a packed schedule and you find that uh, either because of how your business is going or because of something that you've chosen to take on or something that you have not chosen to take on that, that you are being forced to take on. 
um, it, you know, the, the pressure really starts to rise and it starts to become more and more difficult to find the space to, to put in for your health and fitness activities. Mm -hmm. Uh, especially if it's not a habit that's been solidified for years in your life, especially if it's if it's a newer habit. So I wanted to talk about that, talk about how that can happen with everybody and talk about, you know, some ways that we can um, make sure that we keep our health and fitness as a priority, our mind-body practices as a priority even amidst a crazy packed work business and, you know, personal goal schedule perhaps, uh, and to not let any of those aspects suffer. Um, so that then, you know, the extra work that you're doing in your business does not suffer. It, it will instead be enhanced. So, um, and you know that, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it can be right. Like, and if, if, if you find that it is, that's a time to examine your mindset, right? Because, um, <laughs> at, at no point in our life should our health and fitness actually be something that falls between right. the cracks that yeah, is not prioritized. How many times I've been to networking meetings or, or whatnot, and we're talking about hobbies or things that we like to do. And I always share, just so you know, I'm always saying like, I have this great workout um, trainer, you know, I see her several times a week and this is what I do. And and I always hear like, oh, I love strength training or, you know, I, I love yoga and, um, you know, I love it so much, but I haven't done it in the past six weeks because I've been so busy. And I know mm -hmm. that's something I really have to get and back. And what's the saying, right? Like, you know, X out, I don't have time for. Right, right, right. And it's like, it a is total, a choice. <laughs> it's like a total loss of momentum, though, in that part. Like, you know, no one realizes how fast six weeks goes by and that you have mm -hmm. a, a gap in your routine, but it, it starts to become like an unhabit. <laughs> At that well, point. yeah. I mean, if you it's if you've habit. gone six weeks without without doing something, yeah, I'd say it's a it's an unhabit. Yeah, it's an <laughs> if that's something we just made up, but it makes sense. <laughs> Unravel yeah. the habit, <laughs> you know. I guess it yeah. takes like what is it? it? I think I learned this like when I was quitting smoking, but it takes twenty one days to to build a habit. I like, say I've done some some mild research on it since then, and there's there's a lot of differing. Yeah, uh, thought processes on that. I've I've seen, you know, that it can take as long as like a year. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it just kind of depends on what you know what the habit is, the the um, intensity. I don't know if intensity, but the um, drasticness with which the habit changes your life. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, um, the intensity and the. Factors the intentionality of it mm -hmm. too. Like, are you mm -hmm. just going through the motions um, or are you really showing up for yourself? Yeah. yeah. And that's, you know, they, it, you've got like um, the strategy of like habit stacking, which I think is, is pretty effective because um, it breaks it down into more manageable. It breaks larger goals down into more manageable tasks. So mm. I think that's a good um, way for, people to approach 
a lot of goals in life, um, including this one, but, um, you know, I, so this, this topic came to me, not just because I have a really busy schedule, but I've taken on something specifically, um, a, a personal and career related goal for myself, um, that, you know, requires a, a pretty extensive amount of time to achieve. And that is that I'm going to do a, um, a fitness competition, um, in a, of a different sort than the weightlifting competition that we've talked about before that I did back in 21. This one is a little, is more physique oriented. Um, it's not a true pure bodybuilding competition as, as the sport is kind of popularly known, but it's a, it's a kind of a hybrid between a bodybuilding and a fashion show or a pageant, um, kind of situation. So, uh, you know, even though train training, you know, regularly is nowhere near a new habit to me, there's, um, a lot of other things, you, you know, you have to be very, um, precise in this process as far as your, your eating, uh, your sleep, you know, everything that, that contributes to recovery. Um, and even, you know, things like the amount of foods that you're eating that potentially bloat you and make you retain water and, and, you know, all sorts of things of that nature. So it is, even though it is just adding on to habits that I was already doing, um, I'm having to, um, arrange them in a different way. So, um, we can kind of use that like as a context for, um, the tips and ideas here, but one of the, and this is really hard as an air sign, I'm going to just blame it on being an air sign. (laughs) Um, but you know, it can be pretty tough to be a planner and to make schedules and things like that. But uh, in taking this on, I've found that I literally have to plan by the half hour, if not more precisely, uh, in my day. Um, and so, you know, I've had to become a planner. And I think the two most important things in this process in making sure that you keep your health and fitness uh, and your mind-body practices going despite a crazy busy schedule is planning and prioritization, right? So, you know, you, as with any undertaking, I think you kind of, you span out and you get a baseline, right? Mm -hmm. Like in nursing before you make any changes or in, you know, nutrition as well. Mm -hmm. If you're making some changes to a diet before you make any changes, you want to really look at what already exists and, you know, then make your changes from there. Mm -hmm. And I've found pretty immediately that, okay, one of the things that I am going to have to do to make this happen is to wake up pretty significantly earlier than I have been. Um, most times either in the late four o'clock hour or the early five o'clock hour. And um, there comes in uh, a the prioritization element. 
Now there's going to be a handful of things to get done before 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I try to have, I have to try to put as many of the most important things that can be done in that time period as I can. Right. Now, being that I consider my health and fitness practices and my mind body practices to be very important things a lot right alongside with, with any of the business or, or work things. Um, that's when I, and that tends to be a really good time to get some of those things done. That's when I've decided to, uh, include a daily five minute meditation, a morning meditation in front of my atop a red light. And then, uh, I get at least, uh, 30 minutes of light cardio, um, AKA me walking up and down the steps at my apartment mm-hmm. <laughs> at, you know, five 30 in the morning, um, to get, uh, to get some cardio in and to get, uh, a good chunk of my allotted nine K daily steps in so that once mm-hmm. I start that day at nine o'clock, I've already got a good chunk of my essential mind body practices complete. That's amazing. That's a good, um, a commitment to yourself and being self-disciplined and being able to change habits that, I mean, you have these healthy habits, but yeah, I I have, you know, I have woken up early before for long periods of time in, in life and, and, you know, that's fine, but it's like this, I prioritization, like what, you know, how bad do you want what mm-hmm. you want? <laughs> yeah. How bad do you want it? Um, yes, we do need to create some time for just complete disconnection, social connection, a complete disconnection from work or business. Yeah. Social connection, um, you know, things just purely to feed our soul. But, um, that, you know, especially when you're taking on a very specific goal, Mm -hmm. like I am, you, you know, you really have to plan for those things and you have to be very intentional about them. You can't just, you You know, just go like, right, right. Can't be like Wednesday, happy hour with girls. And then, you know, because I mean, everything down to my sleep right now is, is pretty much pre-mapped out. Yeah. And so again, and so that's a good thing to touch on as well. Now, when, when it gets this tight, you do have to be very precise. You do have to be very intentional. You do have to plan a lot. That said, you still have to have some contingency time, some flexibility, right? Right. Uh, because life happens, unplanned things happen, and, you know, you take longer sometimes in doing something that you had intended, things happen. So if, you know, if you don't want to just crash and burn because your whole schedule went to shit, you also have to find that balance of having some flexibility, some contingency, even in the, the best, most precise schedule um, to sort of allow for that life to happen. That's another 
place that the prioritization comes in because if you've already gotten a good majority of your most important things done in the earlier part of the day, uh, you know, that can help you to shift and rearrange things for the end of the day to work for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now you, you are a person who has been showing up for mm-hmm. almost three years now. Yeah. In my mind. Twice a week, <laughs> like clockwork. Right. Is a long time. Yeah. 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 Twice a week, like clockwork. I think you missed one session when you went to Costa Rica. Right. And, you know, maybe another one here or there in three years, but they were accounted for on a different day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, incorporating and you have other that that's your strength training. Mm-hmm. She has mm-hmm. other health and fitness habits. She walks and and, um, you know. Tennis on occasion, other, you know, <laughs> meditations and, and, yeah. and her, you know, things like that. So, but, but you're a pretty good authority on how to, um, you know, keep those health and fitness habits, those mind body habits in yourself for years, mm-hmm. um, you know, without swaying too much. And, and it shows too, it's a good example that counter to mine where I'm strength training normally five to six times a week. That's just what I like to do. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been doing. And it's part of my job. So that's a nice contrast of, you know, someone who, who has a, a different, but still very regular and very, you know, important uh, health and fitness regimen who's been able to really um, stick with it. So why don't you let us know how you've been able to achieve that over the years? Oh, me? Um, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Me? I mean, I think that, <laughs> yeah, doing the strength training with, with you in those two days, um, you know, that's, that's been a real long commitment for me, but I've, I think it's always been ingrained in me that I have to have some type of mo- you know, movement and meditation. And I've always, from a very young age though, always had something. I don't think even, I don't rarely, I mean, I rarely have any excuses. Um, I do know when I first started out in entrepreneurship, I did let some things go a little bit in terms of, um, you know, but also I had a baby at that time too. <laughs> I, wasn't, yeah. I wasn't waking up at five o'clock and going to boot camp at that time. Sure, sure, sure. But I did have like my free weights and kettlebell and stuff at home that I was doing with the baby and starting the business and all that. But, um, you know, I think it's a commitment like we were talking about in the last episode, um, you know, when we were talking about what was the last episode about? Oh, oh, like people pleasing their mode. Yeah. So but it came up in that conversation, um, making a commitment to um, you know, fixers always want to like overcompensate and like do the work for other people. Um, but in, in that episode, we were talking about asking of our clients, um, that are doing work with us to make that commitment to themselves. Um, and so like in working with you, I think it's, you know, to me, investing in a program that had like a certain mm-hmm. amount of hours, um, a month is like, you know, the financial commitment is like an investment to me True. and mentally, um, you know, I'm agreeing like this is a part of 
my life. It's scheduled on my calendar. I can't miss it. Um, and it's my responsibility because if I fall off the track, well, it's going to be really uncomfortable when I come back. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Set me back and it's going to feel terrible. But if I do it the right way, like the gains I make in fitness and in strength training, um, are felt the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. So it starts me off in like a good, like we were talking about momentum, Mm -hmm. um, touched on that. Yeah. Well, we, we always talk about scheduling things in as, as a form of, you know, commitment. Um, cause that's something that I find a lot of people fall off with, with their workouts, especially is if they don't schedule them, it's like, Oh, well, I, you know, I should work out or I should try to get a workout in today, but nine times out of 10, if that's the language, if that's the mindset, then it's not, it's not happening not happen. and it continues to happen. So taking it, you are saying taking it a level even beyond scheduling it. So the scheduling part of it uh, provides some, some commitment and then the actual human element. I think getting a mentor uh, to accountable to, yeah, a coach. Is, yeah. Getting is, a coach or a mentor is like a big, I mean, I think it's a worthwhile investment because it keeps you accountable. You're not going to like um, sacrifice on form just to get things done or, you know, I'll complete my three sets, <laughs> even though I only mm-hmm. want to do two. Um, but yeah, I think that that is a significant game changer um, rather than just, I mean, I think I do well on my own, um, mm-hmm. but I think, I think the return shows greater when, when there's a, a coach or a trainer, mm-hmm. um, even, even and more then- accountability partner, because a lot of people say, well, just get yeah. an accountability partner, but I'm really good at talking people into things. <laughs> yeah. And, um, so I, I'm not sure that like even just like an accountability partner would be sufficient. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it was important that you mentioned the financial, um, investment piece of it too. If you, if you are financially invested in something, you are more inclined to use yeah, it and show up and, <laughs> you know, most people do, do what you're doing versus, you know, uh, if you know, I mean, some, some people can, can totally do this, but if you know, you're not a person who does well with home workouts and, yeah. and things like that, then well, um, you can YouTube anything for free, but I still think like in, in certain terms, like even like business coaches, um, uh, fitness, I believe in too, but like, uh, it, it, you could go down the line on it. I mean, you can get free stuff on feng shui off the internet too, but when you make the financial investment in that like connection with somebody else, that's going to guide you Mm -hmm. um, and kind of like steer the path. Like you're not going to, you're probably not going to get through any like plateaus um, in learning or uh, you know, anything advancement in your routine on your own or through like, no, YouTube's not going to tell you like, let's go on to the next thing. (laughs) Yeah. And probably, you know, wasting time, like researching things that you don't need to look at and and things like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's definitely, um, useful at least for a time. Um, you know, it's better better than nothing. It's better than nothing to do something, but absolutely. Yeah, for sure. But there's, I think it does give you an edge when you like fully commit to something as like, it's more than just a hobby. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. an investment Mm -hmm. in who I am. Right. 
At the Conscious Collaboration Podcast, we are proud affiliates of ATAPA medical grade red light therapy devices. Red light therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits, many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder, recover faster, and sleep better with ATAPA red light therapy. Visit myatapa.com, M-Y-A-T-A-P-A.com, or use the link in our Instagram bio to shop with the code COLLAB15, that's C-O-L-L-A-B-15, for a discount on your device. Yeah, I, um, I've, I've hired my posing coach for for my competition. And that definitely, um, gives me an incentive to actually, cause that, that is one habit that I have not had, which is putting on heels, you know, for five minutes, most days a week and strutting around practicing posing. <laughs> that mm-hmm. is a habit I'm having to build right now. And certainly having that, uh, financial investment in that coach and, and the scheduling investment. I've, I've got a, a session with her tomorrow. In fact, um, definitely helps me to, to keep on my game with that. Yeah, that's really cool. She seems like she's like a, like a real expert, you know, to learn. Yeah. From. yeah and that gives you a much bigger edge than, than anything. I mean, it, it advances your, your, uh, presence so much more than mm-hmm. just taking it on your mm-hmm. own. I mean, we are like, Oh, I can walk in heels, but like to be able to combine right. that with oh I would never yeah I did not have the knowledge base to do all this stuff that we're doing now like I can I can YouTube it there's lots of free posing stuff on YouTube sure. but for yeah. her to be able to look at me and my physique and you know my particular things and and be able to to correct it and make it so much better is um yeah and you've come a long way in like a short period of time yeah like yeah. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, that's really huge. I can't believe like September is going to be here before we know it. Well, it will. I just got to yeah. keep, uh, keep showing up, keep prepping and planning and scheduling and, uh, executing and, you know. Yeah. I like that you're able to stay on your game and like in your element and focus and driven, but you give yourself like educated, uh, passes. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, yourself some like leeway too, like to have, um, not only like wiggle room in your business day, but like in your social life too, you're not going, you know, you know, you're accommodating for going out and, um, you know, having some, some little bit, you know, a little bit. Yeah. And I think psychologically to get through something that's so intensive and so tough, it's, it's crucial to, um, incorporate a little bit of those things and, and, and to really have a grip on how much of that I'm incorporating. But like, you can put that in the example of food. Mm-hmm. I love pizza. Um, pizza tends to not be the most macro friendly item, uh, you know, but, um, knowing that I love pizza and knowing that if I get to eat pizza, say weekly, 
uh, I will be a lot more likely to stick with my meal plan, my macros for the rest of the week. Then I, you know, found a specific pizza that has, you know, that I can fit into my, into my macros, eating the whole thing. (laughs) Right. Cause I love that. Um, yeah, I I just love that mentally, like sitting in front of the couch on a Sunday night and eating a whole pizza. Yeah. So, but obviously that, you know, if I just did that from any old pizza place, I would quickly sabotage my goals. So I found an appropriate pizza. I account for that in the rest of my days eating in the rest of my weeks eating. And I am just a happy girl. And I get to do that every Sunday, even during a fat loss phase, sit at home and I just finished Animal Kingdom, so you guys will have to give me another show to watch, but I can sit at home and watch Animal Kingdom or something like it and eat a whole pizza to the face. And it is like just, it brings me a lot of joy. (laughs) Right. Joy is important. Yeah. So when it's, you know, Tuesday evening and, you know, I kind of finish my dinner and and I'm like, ah, you know, like a little bit more food would be cool right now. I'm not that worried about it. Cause I'm like, you know what I get, you know, I'll have some watermelon tonight and then I, I get to have my pizza on Sunday and Sunday, Sunday with this busy schedule will come before I know it. So yeah, um, that's an example of kind of how to do that with food. Um, and also with, you know, the social aspect of thing. Now, of course, alcohol is um, pretty, pretty tough to, uh, incorporate a lot of when you're in a competition prep, I don't recommend it. It, it, besides just the caloric effects, it has, you know, far reaching effects on your sleep and your muscle recovery and, and, um, you know, just your inhibition and your choices and, and everything else. So I don't recommend incorporating a whole lot of alcohol in that situation or just in general, but, um, you know, in the same way that I can incorporate the pizza, I can incorporate a glass of Pinot Grigio. I'll usually make it go twice as long by, you know, putting some water in it. And, uh, you know, so uh, there you go. I have one night during the weekend or day or whatever, where I can enjoy two, two drinks or two, you know, shots of vodka drinks with a, you know, some kind of low calorie mixer. Um, and, you know, I'll probably cut that stuff out in the three and four weeks, like oh, sure. before the show, yeah. just to, you know, get rid of any inflammation and things like that. But for now, um, I think it really helps to keep me on track for the rest of the day. So that's the food and the alcohol. And then, you know, the social life, like <laughs> it's hard as an entrepreneur. We, we know that mm-hmm. it's just, it's just hard, but you know, if I can have a few hours on a Friday evening or a few hours on a Saturday evening that don't interfere with what I got going on in the morning, um, then great. Like, yeah, that feeds my soul just as yeah. much as the pizza, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's sustainable too in the long mm-hmm. term. Mm-hmm. It, so when we were talking in, um, you know, getting together today in the pre-chat, talking about this concept, we were reading the Yi Jing, and I think it was, again, like so useful, came up with limits and connections. And it talks about, um, so the extremes, it says constantly swimming in a sea of boundless opportunity leads to exhaustion. 
Mm -hmm. And winging it alone, wild and free, in a sky of unlimited directions and opportunity, opportunities only leads to becoming lost. So right. needing to have some kind of formation, mm -hmm. um, you know, like you're doing that's that structure. Um, but we all we often think of like structure as being limiting. Yep. Um, when and it is to to a degree. It gives you some things, yeah. Your boundaries, right? For for how you move about your day. But yeah, I mean, I think that's super important for sustainability. Uh too. It's we've talked about the concept before rigid planning versus flexible planning. Yeah. And yeah. to have, you know, you do want to be very precise with your schedule, especially, you know, if you've got as much going on as any human would have with a contest prep, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, whatever, whatever packs your schedule, um, same kind of thing. You, you want to understand that life happens and not because if you, if you go along the rigid lines, then what happens when you, you're not adaptable. Yeah. What happens when life inevitably does happen and your plans get shifted or thrown off entirely, you could just instead freak out and go, you know, dead bug and just be like, I don't know what you do. like that, you know, so <laughs> be totally derailed and like think that you exactly. failed because it well, yeah, that's exactly so gone off path. Um, you just, you know, give up or, or whatever and <laughs> mm -hmm. not a good, not a good outcome. Yeah. Uh, basically if you don't it's and it's kind of that idea of you know releasing control over th things that you don't have control over you do have control over what you're doing with your schedule to some degree so yeah. you know it's doing what you can with what you have yeah but understanding that it may not look exactly how you have it planned out but that way where you have that structure in front of you you can see where you can move and shift to, um, you know, ensure that you're still getting your, your priorities, uh, checked off and that you're not going too far off the wagon. Yeah. You can see the needle being pushed forward, which mm -hmm. I definitely see in you. Like, I don't know when you started prepping, but you've like significantly, like, I, I would say, I think I would use the word like refinement. So like if without the structure, mm -hmm like for any of us and especially air signs. And like, you always talk about that bubble popper ball and all the balls, um, mm -hmm. you know, that toy with all the balls, the toy, the, the stupid popcorn machine thing, pop, pop, the vacuum toy. bubble popper thing. Yes. I'm so glad mine's gone, but it's <laughs> kind of like funneling. It's like funneling all, everything down, like refining. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know. And you know what, um, helps with that a thousand percent already is this inclusion of one of one of the things that is I mean I've done stuff like this before but this is a new like okay this is a habit for you now we're in prep like you're doing this mm -hmm. is my five minute morning meditation yeah. five minutes is all I'm requiring myself but and yeah. I just you know search something in Spotify mm -hmm. uh and just let whatever person comes up first you know mm -hmm. talk to me for five minutes and um yeah, I mean, I think that that being sort of my first stimulus of the day, it really sets the tone. Yeah. So that even when things inevitably start to get chaotic, you know, spending 
hours on the phone with IT over the last few days, for example, it's like, all right, well, it is what it is. We're going to keep it moving. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's a huge tip to create that time and space. I mean, and even just the five minutes. It just, yeah, it just goes to show how important this stuff is. Mm-hmm. If I started my day with my brain in a scattered place in the bubble vacuum toy place, then that would transfer into the rest of my day. Yeah. And I would be just, I, I you know, of course I am exhausted by the end of these days. Yeah. There's just no way around that, but it's in a, it, you know, it feels like a productive exhaustion, if that makes yeah. sense. It's not like a, I mean, it's oh like that. God, how am I ever going to peel myself up again? You know, it's well, you like, know, it's for a purpose. Like I, like, yeah, it's kind of like that exhaustion that you feel when you're pregnant and like, you know, you're creating. A oh, no, that <laughs> awful. I mean, that's what terrible, but like, yeah, you're going to get to like September and you will have created and achieved a new place to be. Well, I do say this, you know, I say, and I say this more in relation to childbirth pain, mm-hmm. but it was like, but I think you could apply it here as well to that exhaustion. It's like it, it's pain, but it's incredible pain, but mm-hmm. you have like a positive outcome at the end of it. Yeah. Like, like running a marathon or, you know, having a baby versus mm-hmm. pain from breaking my femur in half. Right. Like that's, you know, like that's just right, pain right. because it hurts. Sorry. Right. I'm not everybody gets and no one wants to hear about that, but you know, um, but yeah. just normal dinner conversation for us. <laughs> uh, yeah. But when you have something, uh, you know, an outcome to look forward to from it, um, or it's like, you know, even after you spend the whole day cleaning your house or your garage yeah. or something and you just sort of sit there like at the end and it's like, Accomplished. I'm tired, but hell yeah. Like, yeah, I'm gonna just sit here and stare at this for a little while. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I'm so excited for you. I can't wait. I hope I get to go. Thanks. Is there, yeah. are we allowed to be in the audience? Yeah. Hell yeah. Going to bring the iron yogis. Come, come. Come on, bring it on. <laughs> Cheer for me. <laughs> Make signs. No, it's really cool. Like I, I think, and I'm learning a lot just in witnessing you. Oh, I want, I, like something came to my mind. You're talking about like having your five minutes of meditation and, you know, that way in case something throws you off, you're able to like restabilize and get back to that place and yeah. derail. Yeah. I was thinking about like coming in to the studio. I think it was no, maybe it was last week, last week and the string lights were out. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it, they're you know, like I'm upset. They are, we need to get new. Ones. I got to order some new ones. Yeah. That's all. I yeah. Just but like <laughs> when you are really focused and you've got your routines, even like in terms of like environmental things, mm, that show mm-hmm. up, like just your awareness is so stimulated that things like, you know, mm-hmm. you very intentionally placed string lights being out is going to be like, ha ha, like <laughs> mm-hmm. my beautiful, like, like I always desire to see, like start of my day, like, but you recentered and we gain and refocus. And, um, but 
Yeah. yeah. How important is your environment when you're trying to stabilize in a crazy busy? And it's not just one busy day, right? We're talking when your schedule is packed, you got yeah. day after day after day, not just contest prep, but I mean, there's mm-hmm. lots of situations as an entrepreneur slash parent slash person with their own life yeah. kind of thing. Um, yeah. And so ha- like, if you're, if you're trying to achieve all that in a, in a cluttered space or, you know, a space that doesn't have your like intentionally optimal flow in mind. Well, I mean, that's going to have an effect on your, we both do. We both have like the intentional spaces when we're working, like you, you put, you know, oils in your diffuser and you have your lights Mm -hmm, turned mm -hmm, on in certain mm -hmm, spots mm -hmm. and you have to have your music on and you have to Mm -hmm, have mm -hmm. certain lights on or off. Um, and when you, and that's actually helpful, um, to reinforce and to support you when you're doing a lot of things to have that, like, connect. I have a question. Um, so, and maybe we can do a whole episode about this. I think, um, I think this would be a good topic, but like, um, and it would be a good topic to relate to fitness. So maybe we'll just do a whole another episode about this, but what about when you're, traveling and let's bring it back to what we're talking about health and fitness specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you can apply, you could probably Mm -hmm. apply whatever advice you're going to give to other aspects as well. But what kind of things would you suggest, you know, without bringing your whole (laughs) environment with you and, you know, 50 pounds worth of crystals or whatever on the plane, (laughs) how, uh, what are some ways that you can, um, you know, manage your environment when you travel to, to stay on to a really busy schedule and to stay on your health and fitness and mind and body regimens. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about a couple of different things because I mean, like even, even when I went to Costa Rica and I missed a day of training and while I was in Costa Rica on a different schedule, um, and, and a bunch of different Airbnbs, like every night, different, different Mm -hmm. places, part of the country. Um, I did, I did the, I did the hiking. I did things that were weight bearing some of you know, some Mm -hmm. of them not, you know, didn't equal the, the amount of weight that I was doing with you. Um, but, but something, you know, in terms of like that, that muscle memory, um, and, and the yoga, like we looked up trainers in the area or yoga teachers that we can meet while we were traveling. And, um, in terms of environment, it was, and the sleep schedules, you know, we're a little bit, a little bit of a time difference there. So I meant like, um, you know, I, my rule is like when things get hectic, even your desk space should be at least 30 to 50% clutter free. So Mm -hmm. like we, you know, kept any clutter, you know, how, when you travel, you like open up your suitcases and everything is all over the place. Yeah. You know, try to like put things back together. Like we kept our things like locked in the bathroom. I mean, just for security, but I mean, keeping the clutter like tucked away so that it's not impeding you from getting out at a reasonable hour to go do all the things that you want to do. Um, and making sure that you do have beautiful vignettes in your eyesight. So that means like opening, you know, you get to the Airbnb and everything is all shut it up and, you know, windows and all, uh, you know, blinds or whatever. Um, certainly if it's not clean, like just do a little bit. So you have visual beauty and your eyesight. 
Um, you can't pack a second, you could, but <laughs> you don't want to, these days you don't want to pack a second suitcase with all of your, um, essential oils and crystals mm-hmm. and, and all of that. Um, if you, you could know, bring it, one crystal on a travel, is there a particular one you would recommend? Uh, yeah, I would bring selenite. Like, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Selenite, all can, purpose, all yeah. purpose. You can clear, you Cleansing, can Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I think that's a great one to bring ever anywhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think that for entrepreneurs and certainly when you're, you're training or you're undergoing routines, um, light is the greatest manifestation of chi and Mm. you like, it's the easiest way to activate, um, a space. And that's why like, it's so nourishing feeling to you to have, um, the lights on in certain places that might mean like you have a lit area in your Airbnb that you wouldn't normally leave <laughs> mm-hmm. lit just to have like that beauty and not to feel like you're in a cave. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and like plants too. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Can you imagine, can you imagine your spaces without plants at this point? <laughs> No, no, it's hard to even look at um, pictures <laughs> of the studio before uh, before I put plants in it. Yeah, it 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 feels so lonely without. without so if you can't bring a plant with you when you travel, should you just go stick windows. from outside? Yeah, no. I mean, you should have the windows. Like, okay. use the windows. Use the windows if it's in a nice, pretty environment. Use the windows as your like Fine. plants, but. You know, I guess if you don't. Okay. Lisa is not endorsing stealing plants. No, but I mean, I won't tell anyone if that's what you have to do for your mental health. Gotcha. (laughs) Officer, it was for my mental health. Yeah. Maybe that's a good sort of self-defense. Carry all excuse. Yeah. (laughs) Self-care. At least make them stop and think before before you get arrested. (laughs) Just give them a piece of selenite. Oh, they're so confused. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yes. Which I have found that if you do have a crystal on you and someone is coming at you for some money hard. Throw it at them. If you, no, you don't throw it. I just. Oh, sorry. Don't throw it at them. (laughs) Self-defense. And you can also use this crystal for self-defense. I mean, I give it. Selenite's too soft for self-defense. Right. You have those big, amazing selenite knives, but I don't think you could actually like murder. I'm making a selenite crystal. I mean, like a sliver in your, like a splinter. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. But even then, like your bodily fluids would, would soften it. You could blow some dust. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Who knew this was going to turn into a Sprinkle. a self defense <laughs> episode? Oh god! Crystals. We well, should I'm, tell Shahar. I'm so excited to see you in September. Um, you know, really bringing yeah. all this together because you are you're doing so much, and don't you feel like you're more alive and more thriving when you have this focus and intention? Ooh. Check back in in about 12 weeks. <laughs> but yes, no, I do. I I definitely am a person who thrives off of having goals, mm. multiple goals all the time. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, the opposite of that is like feeling lost. If you don't have Mm -hmm. any goals or intention, it's like. Or apathetic. Yeah. Apathetic. Right. Yeah. You don't really care. Like you. So yeah, it it keeps me engaged in life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably true for everybody. It's really fun to be around people that are learning too, like in terms Mm -hmm. of attracting Mm -hmm. your people. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely. been interesting to go from sort of being the expert on certain subject matter to like, and I know aspects of this, like I said, the the weightlifting part is, is pretty uh, natural to me by now, but like getting into the posing and the, and the pageantry part, I'm like, this is, you know, I'm a true beginner here. (laughs) So that's an interesting uh, contrast to the other stuff that I've got going on, switching from, mm-hmm. you know, being the teacher to being the student. And it's cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's, it's good. It's good vicarious energy from you, like very driven like that, you know, yeah. that being driven and the thing and sharing the things that you're learning um, is good energy to be around. I mean, if anything, I think that people should, you know, be as dedicated to their health, wellness, and fitness and evolving in that, um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, just to not only for them. And that doesn't mean that you have to use, ever do a competition of any kind, but you know, fitness and weightlifting in particular is so great because you can set goals lifelong, Mm -hmm. you know, until, until literally until you die, you can, you can set fitness goal. And I don't just mean like losing weight, you know what I mean? I mean, more like putting weight on the bar kind of thing or adding reps or, you know, doing certain form on a certain exercise. It it could, you know, options are limitless almost, but you can always, always, always have fitness goals. But, um, yeah, I'd be, I'd be, uh, interested in, you know, maybe doing another, um, competition based episode, maybe like, really in the, in the thick of it, you know, six weeks mm-hmm. out or, or something to that effect. So I'd love to hear from you guys, if there is any element of this mm-hmm. in particular that you would like to um, hear about. Um, I'm sort of this 39 year old woman, mom who, you know, just learned how to lift weights when she was 35. I'm 39 now. And, uh, you know, decided it was time to take on this this kind of fitness competition. So, um, it should be, it should be interesting. Yeah. Let's get some updates (laughs) from you. And like, I think we should do some live check-ins also in the conscious collaboration collective in the Facebook um, where people can ask questions in particular, or they could send their questions in for us to answer. Maybe I can do like a live posing session and y'all can like cheer or boo me. Oh, okay. Like that. (laughs) <laughs> I, I think a live, I think a live session would be good. I like your live yoga sessions. I think there's, you know, I think that's good for people. I yeah, think you guys want people. more live yoga. We can do yoga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For people to experience your energy and to see that, like, I think the one thing about you is like, yeah, you started four years ago. Like, look where you, when you're, when you're in, you're like all in. Yep. There is no mediocrity at all. Yep. In anything that yep. you do. Um, so I think it's good for people to witness and if they have any hesitation and, um, in taking up any kind of programming themselves, like you're, 
like the perfect person to be a mentor to anyone that's hesitant because, you know, yeah. It can seem intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it is, it is, it is intimidating, but intimidating doesn't mean that you have to be intimidated by yeah. to not do, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's empowering. Like, to, like br- bravery is being scared to do something and doing it anyway. Yeah. Or, you yeah. know, something like, yeah, this shit is scary. Like I got to get up in a bikini. I don't know how many people is going to be, you know, like all, all kinds of stuff. I could, I'll be in six inch heels. I could fall on my face, you know, all, all kind of things. Um, but fuck it. Yeah. If you want to do something, it's Try like, it now. like, you know, YOLO, <laughs> really, honestly, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you probably do get more than one life, but in this vessel, you know, yeah, YOLO. I love it. What's the advice that you would say to people who have said, oh, I've always wanted to um, get to where you are today? Just start. Bro. Yeah. Just start. Yeah. I'll have to post. I'll just share my photos at some point. I mean, I've had lots of different starting points in my mm-hmm. life, but, um, you know, my postpartum, um, mm-hmm. uh, photos, um, basically just like, I, I want to say like, if, if I can do it, if I can get there, mm-hmm. you can. Yeah. Is it easy? No. <laughs> Is it going to take, you know, a lot of dedication and commitment and discipline when you don't want to show up? Yes. But is it going to be worth it? I think so. I mean, it was the same, same, same thing when I started the business in the first place. Like I didn't know anything about business. Right. But it's just like, yeah. if you don't, if you don't do it, if you don't try it, you're going to be more stressed and more regretful for the rest of your life because yeah, there's always going to be one part of your unconscious awareness, like being wasted on like, what if I would have done that? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, Emily, I think this has been fun and yeah, let's do a part two, maybe three, like as we get closer to September and see. Yeah. Let us know what you want to hear about specifically. All right. Yes. Well, we'll in we'll, the conscious collaboration collective, collective on Facebook. If you're not in it, join it. Yes. Come holler at us. Yep. Come holler at us in a nice way. <laughs> but, holla. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to go hollering too much. I can holler louder. She'll, she throws crystals. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'll throw crystals at you and just scream. <laughs> All right, Emily, it's been real. Thanks everyone for, for listening to us and Mm -hmm. sending your comments and for showing up. And, uh, I guess that's, that's it for today. So I'll talk to you in five minutes. We'll talk to you in five. Bye guys. Bye. Thank y'all so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast, on Spotify, iTunes, and Audible, to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment, mind, body, and business. 
Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at consciouscollaborationpodcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.